Hey there, welcome to this podcast today. If you, this is your first time to join me, please feel free to listen in to my introduction in the next part of this podcast. But if this is more than your first time to listen to me, feel free to skip the introduction and go straight into the meat of the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. Hey there, welcome to this podcast, Fun and Away Together. My name is Liz Waweru, a getaway planner at my company, Exclusive Echo Travels, where for 10 plus years, we have organized getaways that help travelers reconnect, recharge, and revitalize. Travel is a fun way to reconnect with your partner, away from the usual hassles of life. Because seriously, If you can't have fun with your spouse, then who else? Being a wife and mom, I can tell you that alone time with your spouse is worth carving out. Please note, I share pointers by couples who have been generous in sharing what has worked in their own marriages during couples getaways that I have organized in the past. I am so grateful for the willingness and the openness of these couples. Okay, let's dive into it. Welcome to the third episode of the four-part series titled Marriage Insurance, 12 Rules to Live By, based on a book written by Father Rocky and recommended by a couple from a previous getaway. We're almost getting to the end, and I hope that so far, there's been some helpful information to guide you in your marriage. All right, let's get into it. Rule number seven, have a weekly business meeting. Now you might already be wondering, what's the difference between this and date night? Date night is great for having fun with your spouse. In fact, discussions that may bring a bit of a serious mood, such as money issues, should be avoided. The idea is to go out or take some time out to enjoy your spouse. A weekly meeting, on the other hand, is setting aside some time each week, say a half hour to an hour, to discuss certain issues where if you're not aligned, could be a source of conflict and arguments. This is in in particular three areas, finances, schedules, the children. It's great to be aligned on money issues. Have some payments been made? How is an upcoming expense going to be funded? How are you doing on a particular project that you have been saving for? All manner of money-related conversations can be had. One of the worst mistakes a married couple can make is to conclude that there's his money or her money, and therefore, be in the darkness about each other's spouse's financial decisions. Schedules can also be aligned so that a couple is aligned on the upcoming week or even month, from family functions to school events to work appointments to each other's spouse's personal plans, like one attending a weekly gym session, golf, whatever plans or activities that are coming up. It helps so that no confusion arises or irritation, or arguments, because one spouse is not available 
when the other needed them, or both are not available for a function that needs one of them available due to no prior planning. A common argument amongst couples goes like, why didn't you let me know? Or how could I have known if you didn't let me know? Children's activities also need to be discussed. Upcoming appointments like doctor's appointments, extracurricular activities at school, visits, school drops and pickups, all child-related events. As a couple can find that this too gets overwhelming if not planned around in advance. Help could even be enlisted like a grandparent, aunt, uncle, or elder sibling being asked to drop or pick up a younger child from school. All these kind of activities that can be covered in a weekly business meeting, even if for just a few minutes to help a couple be on the same page. Rule number eight, never say mine. Mine does not build up us because one person wants their interests covered, so to speak, while marriage is about total self-giving of self to the other. The word mine is the exact opposite of this, as it's not about the other person, but about yourself. But what if my spouse makes a decision that affects us for the worse, like a bad financial decision? Shouldn't I have a separate financial account, just in case with my money? A spouse could ask. The question with this is, does your spouse know about your personal account? In a previous episode, I talked about a couple where the husband had the family business account and the family's money in a bank which collapsed. It was a time of significant stress for both the business and the family. Fortunately, the wife had been setting aside money in a separate account with another bank. It wasn't a secret though, so this was part of their discussion when they sat down to figure things out. Transparency cancels out the need to feel you have my money and other areas where you feel you need a boundary of sorts from your spouse. My friends, my hobbies, my time. It's great to have all these individual ideas, but remember, transparency. Your spouse being aware of it makes all the difference in your marriage. Rule number nine, go to mass or church every week together. Why? Jesus giving himself to us is a perfect example of sacrificial love, the very same kind of love needed in marriage. This kind of love, from a human point of view, can be very difficult to achieve on one's own strength. So divine assistance is going to be key. Try it if you're not already doing it, and just see the wonders it will do for your marriage. Even if you do not belong to the same denominations, you could try attending together each other's services. So that's it for the three rules today. If you're not already practicing any of this, why not try picking up one and giving it a try? You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Please share this podcast and subscribe if you haven't already. I look forward to having you here back next week on Monday. Remember, whatever you do together, 
keep it fun.